Casper, a Town Square media station. This is Luke Holmes. I am Morgan Wallen. I'm Riley Green. I'm Travis Denning. Hey, I'm Aaron Lewis. Hey, it's Luke Bryan. I'm Tim McGraw. What's up? This is Ian Munsick. Ah, uh, this is Craig Morgan. And you're listening to Wyoming Hooking and Hunting Outdoors. My Country 95.5. Well, we are into September now, and that means hunting and fishing and camping and hiking and cooler temperatures are around the corner. I do appreciate you joining us here on the program. And a little bit later on today, we're going to talk to Brian from Rocky Mountain Discount Sports. They're brand new partners to this program. And I was over there this week and got to spend a little time with Brian and got to spend time in the store. Uh, and not the first time, by the way. I go to Rocky Mountain Discount Sports on a constant basis. Go in and I make a Christmas list every time I go of the different things that I need. Of course, they've got a great selection of camo right now with uh, with everything going season-wise and hunting. And, and, you know, if you're going up high, you may even have a snow shower or uh, uh, maybe even some accumulating snow. Well, they've got everything you need for that trip up into the mountains. Or if you're a little bit warm and still doing some hunting, they've got you covered there with all kinds of clothing equipment and the boots, my goodness, I go in there and I look about how many different pairs of those boots I would love to have. Uh, I encourage you, get over there and check it out. Now, if you're in the line for a bow, if you're doing some archery hunting this year, they have a, a bow uh, a range there right inside the store. It's a 20-yard range. You can go in and use that and get your uh, bow all uh, geared up and ready to go. And if you're having problems, they've got great Bowtex on site that know anything and everything you need to know about the bow. Even if you didn't purchase your uh, bow there, you can get it at Rocky Mountain Discount Sports and they'll help you out because that's what they do. They all love the outdoors and uh, you'll you'll understand what I'm talking about when we talk to Brian a little bit later on during the show. We've got Game and Fish on the program and Dustin Fry, who is a hunter here from Wyoming that is going to be on a new uh, hunting show. It's more of a competition show. Uh, it's called Hunt Wars. Hunt Wars. Wars with a Z. We'll talk to Dustin a little bit later on in the program. Of course, all your favorite country music as well. We sure appreciate you joining us here on Wyoming Hooking and Hunting Outdoors. My Country 95.5. Wyoming Hooking and Hunting Outdoors with Drew Kirby. If you have a question, want to make a comment, or have an idea for a show topic, message us on the My Country mobile app. My Country 95.5. It's always fun and exciting to have Wyoming Game and Fish on the program. And if you would like to send a question in for them to answer, go to the My Country 95.5 mobile app and we'll get it answer now this week we have uh, a little distance between us 
and Game and Fish, but Janet and the gang on the phone line here today. And Janet, there's news stories going on all over the country where there's been some disease that has gotten into some of the hatcheries and uh, in California and Georgia specifically. And should we be worrying about this? We are fully prepared for these issues and and deal with a lot of the diseases and the fish hatcheries really well. But with me, I have Guy Campbell, who is the fish culture supervisor for the whole state of Wyoming. And and in Wyoming, the way our fish division is set up is we actually have three sections. We have the fish management section, which are kind of the, the scientists who are in the field, doing a lot of the, the research on the ground about the fisheries. We have our aquatic habitat biologists who are also in the field on the ground, kind of studying a lot about, you know, how is the habitat that those fish are living in? What do we need to do to make it better to keep it healthy? And then we have um, the section that Guy oversees, which are also the scientists who are on the ground in the hatchery system. And we have 10 hatcheries across the state. And these guys are working um, very hard to make sure that as a team, they all meet the needs of what the anglers might need. So, for example, our fisheries biologists or our fisheries managers might say, hey, you know, we really want nine-inch trout in Alcova in uh, 2023. How can we make that happen? And Guy oversees all of these um, fantastic fish culturists in these facilities across the state to plan grow, raise all of the different species that are out there for them to catch. And so so it's really a, a really complex system, and, and we'll let Guy talk a little bit more about that. But Awesome. Guy, let's start this way. What do you do to alleviate any fears of a disease or an issue to get into the hatcheries? One thing we're real fortunate about here in Wyoming is we are a headwater state. So all the water kind of runs down from our state into the other states. Uh, We are protected by that somewhat, at least when it comes to fish diseases and when they show up into our state. However, we're not immune to it. So uh, we start to see that kind of stuff happen here. But um, how we prevent fish diseases is, first of all, is try to provide optimal conditions in our hatchery system. So our facilities, uh, we start off with a good water source. So what that means by a good water source is using a water source that's originating from the ground, either spring or well, are a couple of the best water sources to use. Those water sources uh, minimize uh, fish diseases. Surface water is a a, a big vector for diseases. Um, We also make sure we're utilizing good water temperature. So in that supply um, for our trout culture, we like water temperatures between 48 degrees and 55. Yeah, some of our facilities... We do have water temperatures that are a little bit below that and a little bit warmer than that, but that's primarily where we want to be. So providing those two things is helpful. Also, water chemistry. So when we select our water sources, we want a water source that has a good pH level that that is conducive for good fish rearing, and that helps on the fin quality when we produce them. The next big thing that we look for to keep fish diseases out is is utilizing a a certified disease-free source for our eggs. So we start off with um, our own captive brood stocks have been disease certified, and then we utilize those eggs in our our facilities. Uh, When it comes to other fish that we could transfer into our state, primarily cool and warm water fish because we don't do those rearing currently in our state, we make sure that those fish are disease certified before coming into our state and that they have a history 
of being uh, free of those pathogens because we don't want to introduce those into our state. Uh, the next thing we do is we follow strict biosecurity guidelines at our facilities. And what I mean by that is we make sure all of our equipment is utilized for their own rearing unit. We're not cross-contaminating those with tanks. We also are making sure that everything is being disinfected. Um, we also make sure our personnel are using, uh, we have foot baths to make sure they're not bringing anything from their, on their shoes into the facilities. We're making sure they're using hand disinfectant so that they're not using or touching water and moving that from one tank to another or been somewhere else and brought that into our facility. Uh, another thing we do at our hatcheries is we, do a, we really try hard to minimize stress when it comes to our fish and our tanks. And stress is a main cause for fish to get sick. So we do things like uh, make sure that they have the right amount of rearing space. They're not overstressed. The fish aren't too dense. We're not trying to raise too much fish in a tank. We give them the adequate amount of flow to keep them healthy. And we also do things like uh, cover our tanks, put a lot of our tanks in buildings to minimize the predation that can happen that could also transmit disease from one tank to another or from a wild waterway into our facilities. Now, Guy, let me ask you very quickly, if something was spotted in uh, some of these fish, can they be isolated and taken care of, or will the entire brood have an issue? Oh, no, that's, that's a great question. So if we see any sign of something going on with the fish disease or with a pathogen, the first thing we're going to do is, you know, we're going to put that tank on alert. And the next thing we're going to do is we're going to send those fish into a lab. If we have a particular tank uh, that the water goes from that tank to another tank, we may go ahead and send that water directly to drain. So that way that water is not going over another group of fish. So that way we can isolate uh, if something comes up. Unfortunately, um, we have a long uh, history of of not real bad viruses in our state. It's been more uh, bacterial-type diseases, so we've been fortunate in that, in that circumstance. Would you say that kind of adds to the appeal to so many people is knowing that uh, Wyoming is almost disease-free when it comes to the fish and the quality of fish? Yeah, I, I think so. Us, us, again, I alluded to us being in a, a headwater state. Um, I think that does have uh, some appeal for for folks, for sure. Guy, thank you so much. Very informative. Now, if you have a question for Guy or you have more concern about the possibility of disease in any of the hatcheries, you can hit us up at the My Country 95.5 mobile app. In just a few minutes, we'll be back with our weekly question for Game and Fish. It's coming up. Wyoming hooking and hunting outdoors. My Country 95.5. Thank you so much for joining us here on the program. Now, again, if you ever have any questions for Game and Fish, doesn't matter the subject. If it's under Game and Fish umbrella, you can ask it. Get over to the My Country 95.5 mobile app. And Janet is still with us today. And Janet, some of the questions that we're getting seem very simple, but they actually have a very in-depth answer. 
You're right, Drew. And every week I continue to say that we'll try not to be as scientific and complicated. But as you can tell, these are really in-depth issues. And it's not as simple as the question that you're about to read. There isn't a simple answer. And you heard Guy talk about everything that we go through just to keep the fish that we stock healthy. So go ahead and ask your question. Exactly. This from Darcy. Darcy says, can I really get in trouble if I go let my daughter's goldfish go? I mean, you got to be kidding me, right? What do I do with it if we don't want to keep it anymore? Well, Darcy, to answer your question, we brought in a pro, Matt Hahn, who is with Game and Fish and is a fish biologist. Matt, why can't they just let goldfish go? Yeah, hey, Darcy. Uh, yeah, you really can get in trouble if you let your uh, daughter's goldfish go. Um, we're not kidding about that. It's it's actually a, a pretty serious threat to the aquatic ecosystems, you know, there's, there's several things that, that we worry about that. One, one is the fish itself. So a lot of aquarium trade fish, if they get released into the wild, they can become invasive, just like we worry about invasive species like zebra mussels or curly pondweed, your goldfish can become an invasive species uh, if it's released in, in the state. A lot of examples all over the country of various invasive species that originated as aquarium trade fish. So, you know, a really bad one is called a snakehead, which luckily we don't have them here, but uh, they're becoming a problem in a lot of places around the country, and, and those are due to people releasing them. So uh, that the, the fish themselves can be a real problem. Another real problem with those with those fish is uh, the diseases or parasites that they may be carrying. You know, guy was been talking about all the effort we put into making sure the fish that we stock in Wyoming are disease free. Well, the aquarium trade is not necessarily very highly regulated in terms of that, and so uh, you you can release a fish into the wild here, and uh, that fish could be carrying any number of viral, uh, bacterial, or, or parasite diseases. It can then spread to the wild fish populations and and actually knock out entire entire fisheries. One of the things that I would like to point out that you might be thinking to yourself is, I don't fish. I don't care if I kill a fisheries. What does it matter to me? So let's just say your goldfish tank happened to have a moss ball in it, and that moss ball randomly had a zebra mussel in it, which has been found to be a positive aquatic invasive species. We do still do not have them in Wyoming. We were able to get those pulled off of the the shelves of of many pet stores, but let's just say you introduce that into Wyoming's waters and it gets loose right here in town and we get our water right out of the North Platte River. You can expect high increase in your electrical bills, in your water bills, all of those costs that these places have to go through to now clean the extra water, clean their pipes, get new ways to get water, um, new ways to generate electricity will be reported right back to us. So so think of that also. Let me ask very quickly, what are the consequences financially or lawfully if someone is caught releasing fish that they shouldn't be? The fines can be up to $10,000 in addition to restitution Um you know, if you were to release something into a lake and and uh, we had to go get rid of that species, uh, you could be on the hook for uh, the cost of dealing with that species, which uh, could run into the millions of dollars pretty pretty quickly. And just for releasing that goldfish that I didn't want anymore. 
Exactly. So, you know, we really encourage people. I'm pretty sure there's a lot of, lot of folks in Game and Fish that would beat me for saying this, but, you know, bring your goldfish to the Game and Fish farm. We can sure take care of, of that goldfish for you. I know a lot of the employees wouldn't appreciate that, but if that's your only option and you're still going to want to dump your goldfish down the drain, um, please just bring it to us and let us put it in an aquarium in the office or let us deal with that. Um, but also, please note that there are a lot of um, businesses around that you can certainly check into that will take, quote, unquote, used goldfish okay. that they will still then put out, resell for you. So, so keep that in mind that, that there are lots of places that will take these. Darcy, we do appreciate your question. And there's no bad questions. You know, maybe we just saved you millions of dollars for not releasing that goldfish. If you have a question, you can go ask us right now at the My Country mobile app. Game and Fish, thank you guys once again for all the great info. Thanks, Drew. Thanks. It's Wyoming Hooking and Hunting Outdoors on My Country 95.5. Welcome back into the program. We have got a lot of stuff going on. If you have any questions, of course, or have any comments about the program, you can go to the My the My Country 95.5 mobile app and send a question and whoever it's for on this program I can get it to them and we'll answer it uh, right here and we are very proud this week to welcome in Rocky Mountain Discount Sports onto the program uh, one of our partners in this uh, the show and Brian Woodward is with us and, and Brian I got to tell you that one of the first places I came when I moved to Casper was Rocky Mountain Discount Sports as a matter of fact it was on the road when I came in and I noticed <laughs> oh that looks like my kind of place that's everybody's kind of place I mean we have we have a lot of toys and a lot of fun stuff so I, the problem with it is I can come in here and waste a whole afternoon in the in the aisles and make my Christmas list every time I'm in here you think it's bad as a customer try working here <laughs> I bet. Uh, now, let's talk a little bit about what you guys focus on here at Rocky Mountain Discount Sports, because there may be confusion with uh, some of the folks here in Casper. This is an outdoor store that has everything from hunting, fishing, camping, shooting sports, your uh, footwear, camouflage. You've got it all. We, we've got it all. And the nice part is, is that uh, we can kind of cater to customers' needs. If we, if we see uh, kokanee uh, fishing is starting to kick in, uh, we kind of start uh, merchandising to kokanee fishing and, or whatever that uh, new lure might be or the new hunting rifle. So The best part about you guys, as you mentioned this a little bit earlier, is the fact that you are all interested in the outdoors. So you see that. You, you go out on the plat and you see what fish are, are uh, really biting and, and what animals are, are really flying over or, or coming into the, the mix. Oh, yeah. Our, our employees are here because they have a passion for the outdoors. So... Not everybody's an expert in fishing. Uh, I'm not an expert in shooting sports, but uh, I can certainly get you in charge in, in place of a guy that, that knows exactly what you want to know. One thing that you will notice when you walk in here is the fact that there are aisles and aisles of firearms and aisles and aisles of fishing rod and reel and bait. So you really have it all. If someone wants to come into town to do some fishing, you've even got the licenses. Oh, we've, we've got everything from game and fish licenses to your live bait. To, like you said, all, all the terminal tackle that you would need to make a weekend happen. So it's a great time of year 
uh, as we're really getting into the uh, the seasons, the hunting seasons are coming, the bird seasons are just a, a month away right. from opening. Uh, if somebody is going to come in here and they're going to go on their elk hunt for the first time, can you help them get set up? Yeah, absolutely. We, um, I guess we kind of look at things in terms of a good, better, and best in terms of product selection and quality. If you're looking for a backpack, you know, we're going to carry everything from Mystery Ranch on the on the high end and probably being one of the best packs on the market down to Badlands and then maybe some even some off brands. But for the most part, there's going to be somebody here that's going to give you some real life world experience that uh, is going to be able to help you try to decide what's best for you. Which comes into a major part, because if you've never been out on an elk hunt, I mean, it's a lot different than if you're going on an antelope hunt. Well, it is a little bit. Um, obviously, it, it technology anymore. People do a lot of just research on online, watch YouTube videos, mm-hmm. and you know a lot of those a lot of those guys that are on those shows are you know they're they're pro- sponsored by certain products. Um, whereas you know we don't all have you know three thousand dollars for a pair of binoculars, yeah. but we carry a, a a lot of other brands that'll that'll fit a, a guy's need, especially if they're just starting. And that's a great point too. Just looking at the the counter and, and the glass cases, there's anything and everything size wise as well. If maybe your eyes aren't as good as they used to be, you've got the bigger powers. Yeah, and the nice part is is that you know we can sit there and we've got eye charts setting up at forty and fifty yards out there, and we can set you up on a spotting scope or a pair of binoculars and you can tell for yourself which one looks the best and you have botex here which is a big one because if you maybe haven't shot your bow in a while you guys have the archery range which is 20 yards and then you actually have techs that are on site we do so not only do we sell bows but we'll service bows you know whether it's one that we sell or not uh, for the most part we can take care of anybody's needs if they you know need a new string they need arrows cut uh, need a suggestion on what types of arrows are the best what type of broadheads are the best for them. Yeah, the, the archery, our archery techs are very knowledgeable and always willing to help. And my favorite time of the year to go camping is in the, the fall when the weather starts to cool off. And even though it's not scorching hot here all the time, uh, it could get warm even still. And you guys have that camping gear for the warm nights and for the not-so-warm nights. Yeah, we've got a pretty good selection of uh, tents, but we also carry, you know, all the sleeping bags that are, you know, a plus 40 to a minus 20 probably. So, uh, and if that isn't enough, then we carry a lot of Mr. Heater and propane heaters and whatnot that'll take care of a those winter nights see i'm telling you they've got everything you need rocky mountain discount sports right on cy avenue uh, next to the new wendy's which is over here check these guys out and and uh, brian's going to be here every week so if there's a certain type of hunting that you need some information on what equipment you may need let us know at the my country 95.5 mobile app and we can get the question in and we'll answer it right here on the program brian it's great to have you on here and i'm so excited about the future i'm looking forward to it thanks for the opportunity it's wyoming hooking and hunting outdoors on my country 95.5 as always you can hit us up on the my country mobile app and if you have any questions for suggestions or show topic ideas we want to hear from you get over there and send us a message or even a shout out at the my country mobile app and uh, we get the opportunity to talk to some great folks on this program uh, it's always nice to be able to talk to someone that uh, that is getting to do something pretty cool himself dustin fry is on the line with us and uh, dustin you are going to be on this show that's called hunt wars it's a competition type of show just not a normal hunting show right yes sir and uh they're um 
basing it on age and size of the animal with shot deductions outside 40 yards with it being an archery elk hunt. So it's really kind of an interesting deal. Huntwars.com is where you can go and you can learn about this show. You're on the second season and you're going to get to do an archery elk hunt. Are you an elk hunter to start with? Yes, sir. Uh, I grew up on elk here in the northwestern part of the state. Uh, we're out of Cody and Powell, Wyoming. Me and my hunting partner, Cassidy Rail known each other all our lives growing up and i've watched a few things on facebook about hunt wars and you know we uh, applied uh it's a hundred dollar applications anybody can apply you can uh, apply for season three coming up here soon and uh troy is doing an amazing job over there and brett and all the guys on the show they're doing awesome have you gone on your hunt yet that will be on the show or are you just in the process we are two weeks away from heading to new mexico (laughs) for the archery elk hunt so we have second season uh new mexico archery elk and it'd be a fun experience for us so that's a learning opportunity that you got to kind of do some research on as well yeah and uh a part of the second season, they set us up with a, an amazing elk coach, an amazing guy, uh, Joe Gillia. He's out of New Mexico. He uh, does an Elk Bros podcast, and also he does a online training course for elk hunting called Elk Bros Base Camp. And you can go on their website and sign up for that. They're amazing coaches. We're actually going to have two coaches. We're going to have Cole Wilkes and Eric Aragon of the Elk Bros team are going to be in camp with us. They're there to help along the way and make it a little bit more exciting and entertaining for the people to watch. You are going to be on a show that's kind of like the voice of elk hunting. Yeah. yeah, I guess I've never put it that way, but yeah, pretty much what it is. We got random drawn with a bunch, you know, 12 other teams out of all the shows. They did a short little interview process with us to make sure that we met their code of ethics, that we were good people. We weren't going to go out there and put a bad name to the show. And they accepted us and asked us what our strong points were. And uh, Archery Elk is one of our favorite favorite things to do. So they uh, called us back and told us we'd be going to New Mexico. And with that, You know, the sponsorship and everything going on with the show has just been amazing. So then you have a cameraman that will be traveling with you during this hunt to document it so that it can go up on the show? We will have a Tacticam bow stabilizer on my bow. I will have a GoPro on my head. We'll have a professional camera guy following us at all times. Cassidy will have a GoPro on him as well. So if you watch the first season of it, that aspect and the way they have produced it is really amazing. I really am excited and proud to be a part of this show. So You said that you guys had just got in this by sending your application in. Had it ever crossed your mind to do a hunting show before? We ride horseback up in the backcountry here, and uh, we hunt a lot on horseback. And, you know, it's always something you joke about. Man, we should bring a video camera up and videotape this or that. But, you know, we never really push for it. I saw the show as something fun and exciting to do, a, a challenge. I am very competitive. I've played a lot of sports growing up, and we we are we're always competitive around here. The other guys that hunt, you know, I I'm nothing special. I got random drawn, but 
it's just a passion we love to do, and we got lucky enough to win the lottery, the hunting lottery. Now that you have uh, going to have your foot in the waters of hunting shows, you've always wanted to kind of do it. Is this something you'll continue with the idea once the show airs? I guess we'll see how it ends up. Maybe, <laughs> you know, if we... <laughs> If we don't pull it off, you know, maybe nobody's going to look at us, but there's always that opportunity, you know, it opens a lot of doors and I'm really excited about it. When will the show be up and live for people to be able to watch? I mean, obviously you got a couple of weeks to even go on the hunt, but when will it be up? They were talking about March is when they were going to be opening up season two. Uh, You can follow along on the website, their Instagram um, or their Facebook. They do a lot on Instagram you know, update a lot of things and uh, produce a lot of really cool stuff. So that's really, and it's hunt wars, W A R Z dot com is where you can go and get to all the social media there. What about you, Dustin? Do you have your own uh, social media that people can follow and, and kind of lead up to, to your hunting trip? Yeah. I mean, I'm on Instagram and Facebook as well. So Dustin Fry 33 is my tag on Instagram. Dustin Fry on Facebook. So that's awesome. Yeah, go follow along because I, I guarantee you guys are going to be getting prepared. You got two weeks to get yourself uh, in tip top shape to get out there with that bow and and uh, and take down a, a big old elk. And, uh, and Dustin, I, I'd like to talk to you again when you come back from that hunt to make sure you're still in one piece. We won't go into much detail, but uh, yeah. definitely want to make sure you're good to go. Yes, sir. Thank you very much for having me on, and I appreciate the opportunity. You got it, Dustin. Thank you, and good luck to you on your hunts. Now that's another week of Wyoming hooking and hunting outdoors. I am Drew, and you can always go to My Country 95.5 mobile app, send us a question, give us an idea, or even a tip or someone to talk to. Get over there and check us out. My Country 95.5. You're listening to Wyoming Hooking and Hunting Outdoors.